Today's show is brought to you by time. Like, holy shit, I need more time. I don't have more time. Oh, well, here's what you get. Oh, oh, oh. This one time. So, this one time. This one time? <laughs> this, you know what? This one time. This one time. Oh, my God. This one time. The podcast. I don't know why. I, I don't know why you do that either. <laughs> But I think you should stop doing that. I will try. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Make so. my life better. Greetings from Bangkok. In just a moment, our friend and puppeteer Grant Bachoko comes to tell you about his fascination for all things cloth. But before we get there, hello, my lover. Hello, baby. And hello, everyone. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. And have we got a story for you. Right now, honey, as you know, and I shall now tell our listener, we should have spent the last week or so with uh, Mom. Yes. I was so looking forward to it, too. Mom was scheduled to come out here for a week. My mother was going to travel all the way from the middle of America to Thailand, spend a week with us, managed to get from middle America to the west coast of America, and realized that crawling on a plane for 18 hours with the growing intestinal Mongolian death worm that she had acquired, probably not a good idea. No, it doesn't sound like a fun time. So unfortunately, um, she had to turn around and go home. And five days later, she's finally feeling mostly human. So she's fine before you send me cards. I think cards. you're supposed to catch things here, not there. Typically, that's the way that it's done. You bring weird parasites or bacterial infection or other sorts of crawly things from the tropics back to your home, not the other way around. Right. It's a terrible thing, but she's fine. Again, thanks for the cards and letters and well wishes before you send them. I know you were thinking about it, and it's the thought that counts. But she's fine. And it would have been really terrible for her to come out here because she was only going to spend about five days with us. Right. And they would have all been miserable. And there's nothing worse than having being miserably sick on your vacation. As I can attest to. You'll recall, honey, the day-ish or so I spent with my own Mongolian death worm in my intestine when we were in the Mexican Riviera. Oh, <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a fun time. As anyone who has <laughs> traveled south of the border will tell you, Montezuma's revenge is very, very real. And it's not a matter of if... But when you will contract said sickness. The absolute worst time to contract said sickness is when you are about to get on a boat. And I'm going to use the word boat quite liberally. This was really more like a bathtub that had a stopper on it that eight people could fit inside of. It was a pretty small boat that we were on. At least it seemed really small to me, the guy trapped with the Mongolian death worm in his gut for the eight hours we were on said torture device. I don't think it was really that small. I think you confined yourself to a very small area. Listen, crawl inside of my misery for a moment, and that place looked really, really tiny. No, you, you were miserable for everyone, I think. 
I, yes, I had I had all of the misery that day. It was the one day the world has experienced ever to where seven point whatever billion people were fine, except for one guy who had all the misery lumped on him, and it was me in that boat that day. But but it was an interesting day anyway because we had gone out to see the whale sharks, right? Well, that was the intent, and I believe some of you did see did. a whale shark. I, however, was too busy wrestling the whale shark and Mongolian death worm that had grown inside <laughs> of my lower intestine during the boat ride out to find the whale shark. We, we those of us not fighting those worms, were uh, fighting the weather because it was rainy and nasty. And at some point we thought, oh, they're going to turn back around and take us back home because we're all shivering and freezing. And, you know, it's May in southern Mexico. It should be nice and warm. No, it's freezing. I agree with you on the misery. Don't get me wrong, because I was there for that. And yes, I would have think that, A, we have one person in the back who is who has somehow managed to catch... Again, the Mongolian death worm in his gut. That's bad enough as it is. Now we are driving into the sheet of rain. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> well, there's no canopy in this boat at all. You were just out in the rain. There, there was no, there was no overhang, was there? Now again, I think in the back part there was. Uh, I, I never left the back part. No, you, you moved. There I were did? two. Yeah. You were up where the little seats were at one point, and then you moved back to the very back where you dive off to go to... You didn't move from that back spot very much. Once I got to that back spot, I was I was simply, simply stuck. This was a, a an exercise in torture and futility that was supposed to be a lovely day of going to see the whale sharks. I saw no whale sharks. I saw the back of my eyelids. I saw my knees. I saw my feet. I saw the deck of the boat, um, and I saw just shooting lightning bolts of pain racking my body for like eight hours. It was really terrible. You need what they have here, the Decento. You need to like carry that with you at all times. Why is that not a thing everywhere? Here in Thailand, we have this magical pill called Decento. D-I-S-E-N-T-O. If you were traveling anywhere where Decento is sold, and I think it's only sold here, so that means Thailand. I suggest buying it by the gross. Yes. Buying it by the 55-gallon drum. <laughs> it's a pill, not a liquid. Smuggle these things back to America. This is the kind of drug you want to smuggle into America because it is magic. Magic. Magic, thank you, science magic, because it's got an anti-malarial, antibiotic, anti, um, what's the other word I'm looking for, anti-parasitic, I think, is in there, and other sorts of goodness that just gets in there and mm, fixes whatever you have. Why Thailand holds the rest of the world away from this magical pill is astonishing to me, because this country is deep into the magic. That is true. Holy jeez, oh Pete, <laughs> do they buy into the magic bullshit of amulets and spells and dolls that somehow possess a human soul? I don't know. But they have this pill, which scientifically is magical, and they don't share it with the world. What the fuck, Thailand? Wow, such language. Listen, when you've been through the misery I was in, and you've been through the magic that is Decento, you get a little uh, emotional about it. 
Are you going to cry? No, I'm just going to get more and more pissed off about it because I didn't have it then. And that would have made the trip <laughs> that much better. Why is it that you that they don't sell that everywhere? That There's your export, Thailand. You want to solve the economic crises of Thailand? Yeah, it had oh, nothing yeah. to do with rice. It has everything to do with dissento. I don't know if it would be approved in the U.S. I don't give a frog's fat ass if it's approved in the U.S. <laughs> or not. I will set up my own export business and ship that stuff in. I need drug mules. Apply now at shivo.wtf. Please don't. In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, touch left. Out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, in, out, in, out, in, touch right and rest. Uh, life on the road, as as uh, the rock musicians always talk about, um, but us puppeteers get to experience it as well. We've more than a few talented friends, and those talents often take them on the road. Yes, even puppeteers like our friend Grant. Grant Bachoco? Grant, like us, is one of the original podcasters. His show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, is one of the longest-running podcasts. And it's still a lot of fun. I am somebody who gets the ultimate pleasure out of life by creating things for other people to laugh at, to enjoy. Uh, And uh, I also like being a puppeteer. (laughs) That's a lot of fun, which sounds really creepy when I say it all that way. But that's that's what my life is. Have you ever wondered if the person you're entrusting your life to on a plane, boat, or bus is actually up for the job? No? Grant's story will make you think twice. We, uh, we had just done a show at, in Salt Lake City, and we were driving to a town in Idaho. And uh, the show ended at about, uh, you know, the show ends about 10, 10.30, and then by the time we were all packed up and all the gear was packed up and all the puppets were put away, we uh, got on the bus like around 11.30, 11.45, so we rolled out of town pretty late. And uh, we had a show the next day, so we had to leave that day. And we get out onto the the highway, and we are there's only eight uh, there's only six people in the cast. There's our tour manager, there's the director, and then there's a couple crew guys. So it's about ten people, but we're in a big like eighty seat charter bus, mm. and we're <laughs> rolling down the road, and you know everybody's just kind of they're in their own seats, and and you know maybe a couple people are talking and. Slowly, one by one, we start to realize, just looking up from our iPads and our phones and whatever, that this bus is not staying in lanes. This bus is sort of weaving all over the place. Okay. And so we start, like, one by one, some, you know, hey, do you, do you notice that the bus is weaving? Yeah, we're noticing. And it starts spreading throughout the whole bus that, you know, and, like, cars are kind of honking at the bus because the bus is swerving. And so finally, our tour manager goes, uh, sir, excuse me, are you having trouble keeping the bus, you know, on the road? Is, is something wrong with the bus? Because we seem to be, and, and he just fired back just saying, oh, it's, uh, it's very windy. It's very windy. That's it. It's just very windy. And we're like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. But then it like started to kind of weave a little bit more. And mm. we were like, what is, this is not, you know, it just doesn't seem safe. And, uh. My manager, the tour manager, asked again and goes, "Sir, are you all? 
No, it's just the the uh, the windows are very dirty on the bus, so it makes it hard to see. Well, should we stop? And no, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's just keep going. And uh, finally, it got like this car, car came honking past us because he had drifted into the lane. And uh, finally, one of the other puppeteers just goes, "Sir, we want to stop. We want to stop the bus. Pull it over to the side of the road." We, we're not going to continue on this bus. And he's like, well, uh, well, I'll go up to this next city. And they're like, nope, next exit, get off. We're going to... So he pulls the bus off the next exit. We all hop off the bus, and we're just kind of standing in the middle of this field. And uh, really, you know, they, they just decide, our tour manager decides there was a motel right where we got off. And she goes, we're staying here tonight. We're not going to continue on this bus. We're going to, you know, that's it. Pretty sure horror movies start this way, but yeah, so it's okay. Continue. Right. <laughs> so the the next, uh, so I mean, that's that's basically it. We just got off this dangerous bus. This was this this really crazy dangerous bus, and the next day, our tour manager uh, called the company uh, to, you know, um, to kind of explain, talk to a supervisor, whatever, somebody in charge, say what happened, and uh, they were very apologetic. They're going to send another bus and and blah blah blah, and then. Um, the supervisor tells the tour manager, well, you know, we, we went to go ask the driver his side of the story of what happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was saying the wind and, and everything. And we said, well, you know, what? while we investigate this, you're going to just take some time off. You're not going to have to drive for the you know next couple of weeks. And he, the supervisor said the driver looked at him and said, oh, well, that's good because I was going to ask for some time off because I need to go have cataract surgery. <laughs> And um, so this is uh, this is a really good time to do it. <laughs> oh, those so, were the dirty windows of Oak. Exactly. It wasn't the windows that were dirty. It was his, his uh, cornea. His cornea. Yeah. You know, the amount of time that exists between when we begin this and get to this part is kind of small. You'd think I might remember what the <laughs> hell we're talking about, but I can't. I think that's alcohol. A special shout out to Travel Smith. Thanks, Travel Smith, for all of the support you give to us. If you want some fantastic clothes that you will wear when you travel, I promise you'll love them. Go to travelsmith.com. And special shout out to patrons that actually show up where we are in Thailand. How wild is this? Justin McCood, friend of ours from Arizona, happens to be in Thailand, in Phuket, when we're well, obviously in Thailand, but down in Phuket on vacation, we got together and, and had a great time hanging out with, with our friend and our patron. Thank you, Justin. And if you want to show up where we are, awesome. Please do so. Uh, and if you can't do that, I get it. That's perfectly fine. No no worries. No worries. But you can help us out as we journey around the world by going to patreon.com slash optravelers or simply shivo.wtf slash postcards. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. See you next time after we get back from China. China.